Welcome to the Brave Yes CEO Show, a podcast that explores what it means to be business brave. I'm your host, Sean Fink, a brave business coach for wholehearted, conscious entrepreneurs. I help you upgrade your confidence, your cash, and your commitments to contributing to the greater good. Stick around for today's Brave Yes CEO episode. You can learn more about me and my private Brave Business Coaching program over at seanfink.com. Hello, welcome to another episode. I am your host, Sean Fink, and I am super excited to talk to you this month about baking in radical joy in your business, your business model, your business strategy, and your business practices. This topic is so important to me. I've been helping women find more joy for about 15 years. Helping others feel and experiencing joy is one of my superpowers and one of my greatest passions. And it is vital for creators and creatives and entrepreneurs who tend to be really hardworking, super ambitious, and highly sensitive people. So my people, just so you are really clear, my people, when I say my people, are soul-led conscious and compassionate people. They are creative and they need to be doing things that spark their creativity, that spark their aliveness. And I know this about my people. That's why I can say my people. And there's this idea in business that you're either following your passion or you're making a profit. And you know, the whole starving artist mindset. And we know that for a while that was absolutely, you know, not the case. You could make money on anything. Um, and in, in the last few years, that has started to shift a little bit. And so this idea of passion over profit is starting to kind of resurface um, because we saw a lot of people in the great resignation decide to leave their careers and start up their passion. Um, and now here we are on the cusp of possibly, possibly a recession. And so this idea of finding joy in our businesses and the work that we do is important, especially when times get hard. And so I want to really talk about this idea of baking joy into your business. I'm going to talk about it in both episodes this month. You know, if you listen, that I have been dropping two episodes a month, about every two weeks. So you can be sure that there is much more to, to be said about this. But here's the bottom line. I want to tell you this story, and then I'm going to tell you why I think this topic is so important. My daughter and I went to a local cafe um, a couple, about a, about a month ago, and we met a friend, and we were, you know, we were there to enjoy the experience. So we, we bought a lot of, you know, in my opinion, we bought a good amount of stuff. We bought coffees. We bought treats. We bought breakfast sandwiches. I mean, we really, we didn't hold back on our spending. And we were having a really good time. We sat outside in the courtyard. Everything, we, my daughter was like, she really loves, she loves it there so, so much. It's her favorite place to go. And so when the owner came by, I asked him if he ever, and he's working, by the way, he's working this morning. If you ever need to hire, my daughter would be interested. And he immediately got very grouchy with me and said, if you bring me more business, I will be able to hire someone. 
Now here I've just spent $25 in your establishment. And the last thing that I really wanted to, to hear as a customer was your grouchiness. Um, and this immediately was a red flag for me that this person is not running a business through joy, um, that this person has lost sight of their why. Um, and so when we bake joy into our business, and I'm sure that, you know, this person had lots of um, moments of joy over the years. And yes, things are hard. Things are, you know, challenging. But my question would be to this person who, you know, was working and, and feeling frustrated about having to work is what are you doing to bring in new business? And are those practices actually bringing you joy? And what are you doing to bring in joy outside of work before you have to go to work? Um, there's lots of ways to, we might, we don't always get to do what we want, right? Like that's, that's part of life. We learn this as mothers. There's just, you know, there's lots of times when we're just not going to be able to do what we want, but we can do the things that we must do with joy. And we can also fill ourselves up in other ways before we have to do those not so enjoyable tasks. And so many entrepreneurs come to me feeling like there is more for them, that they have more to give, but their capacity is maxed out and they can't figure out what their next step is, what their brave yes is going to be, or what that next bold move is going to be to shake up, you know, their energy or to shake up their business model, to shake up their income, to shake up their sales. Often as part of that capacity building that we need to do in order to make big moves or even to make decisions about big moves, we'll need to help them find their joy again. Business can be a joy zapper. Joy stealers are all abound in entrepreneurial life. And some of the common complaints I hear from my clients who are in this place, I'm, they say, I'm bored with my business. I'm burned out. I don't get excited about anything anymore. I don't have time for joy in my life or my business. I'm too busy slogging through the daily grind. My business takes every ounce of my energy so nothing is left for me creatively. I've outgrown my business and I don't know what to do next, but I'm too trapped in the day-to-day -to, -day to figure it out. Even if what you are doing is something you're not passionate about, and this goes to the, the passion paradigm right now, right? Everybody wants to start a business, um, but, you know, should you follow your passion or should you do something more practical? Um, and maybe, maybe you're doing something that you're passionate about. Maybe you're not. Doesn't matter, doesn't matter, doesn't matter. Joy is still available to you, to everyone, and it must be included and baked in for people like us. For people like us, it is very important to prioritize and operationalize joy. So finding your brave yes move, maybe it's refreshing your business model, your offers. Sometimes it's resetting yourself or reinventing yourself or your identity. These kinds of decisions can't happen when you are in survival mode, when you are zapped energetically when you are barely getting by and you're trapped in the land of bitter and sour. And one of my passions when I'm working with entrepreneurs and creators is helping you 
create that unconventional versus the conventional business strategy and model because I do believe that as long as you are doing what you love, you can do it forever. But if you're doing something you don't love and it's hard and it feels like a slog, you're probably not going to want to stick with it for long. And so I think that choosing joy in your business model is a brave yes. It's not always the most popular decision, especially depending on the brave, the business coaches that you talk to or the business people that you follow. But meaning making, and this is where I go back to sort of my, my philosophy, money, meaning, and the greater good in business. The meaning part of that motto, that affirmation, is that meaning-making is important for people like us who have strong values, who feel deeply about the important things of the world, who are highly sensitive, who are feelers, who are creatives. And so finding meaning, making meaning in our business, it's essential. It's the difference for us. It's the difference between a vibrant business model and a boring business model. And there are some people who will thrive with a boring business model. <laughs> there are many people, but that's not usually my people who want to take risks, who want to be more creatively courageous. And so the one thing I know is that as long as you are playing small and sticking to the rules, the extraordinary you, the one who can really create amazing things, the one who can serve and serve deeply, can't be accessed where, when you're trapped in the land of bitter and sour or when you are slogging through doing the boring things that you are not interested in doing. Expansion doesn't happen in safe zones. And so, yes, choosing joy in your business is a brave yes. But there's one more piece to this before I, before I get really talking about this more. I've talked a lot about wholeness, both if you talk to me personally and if you talk to me as in, my, in my coaching. Um, we focus a lot on wholeness in coaching. And here is, from my own experience, I don't have time at this point in my life I don't have the energy at this point in the state of the world to silo my identities. I don't have time to maintain my business identity, my social identity, my family identity. For me, it is all tied together. And that is where true joy can happen. And I see this. I have a client who came to me super, super, super siloed. She had one identity after another, after another, after another, and they were all separate and they were all um, disconnected and they were all scattered. And what she longed for, what her brave yes was, was to bring it all together. And it took her, it took her six, seven months to finally see what I saw the first session we ever had together. I saw the whole picture for her, but she couldn't see it at first. But now that she has found wholeness, she beams. She shines. I mean, she just 
she explodes with light because now she sees that she doesn't have to have all of these separate parts of her, that it is really all connected, her work self, her service and activism self, her creative writer self, her teacher self, it's all there. Now it's under one umbrella. Now she feels wholeness, all because we let joy lead the way entirely as she created her business model. And in every practice and strategy she does in her business, joy is the foundation. So I am so passionate about helping entrepreneurs, creators find that wholeness, that sweet spot of wholeness that is there for you. No more silo that says over here, I get to have joy, but over here I'm bored to tears. No more identity at work and another at home and another with friends. Wholeness is about bringing all of you together into one space, all the parts of you. Because life is hard enough to keep up with one identity, let alone a handful. Wholeness, the importance of it, is so vital for my people, for my clients who are feminists, who are conscious, who are creative, who are soul-led. And in my next episode, I'm going to be talking more about how you can actually operationalize joy in your business. But for today, for this episode, I want to focus on choosing joy for you as the founder and as a creator in your business, as the visionary. So I'm rejecting, as you have already figured out, I, have, I am already, I am rejecting the idea of business as usual where boring reigns and your passion has to be put away on some shelf to collect dust. My people, and if you're listening to this show, I assume you are my people. My people don't want to do business as usual. There's a lot of reasons for that. Being anti-capitalist is one, but also because life is so short. And we went into business not just for flexibility and independence, but for creative freedom. To be able to do business our way, on our terms, to make our own rules. And I am all about helping my clients make their own rules while prioritizing making money. I just wrapped up working with a client for seven months and her number one takeaway is that she has more ease. She's running the business that she wants and she's doing it in this season of her life right now. And so she is rejecting all the shoulds and the shiny objects so that she can have ease and simplicity. That's what it means to stop doing business as usual. She is truly prioritizing joy. The shoulds will zap your joy. So the goals that we set must change in order to lead a business where joy is operationalized. Joy baked in. Joy as a standard operating procedure in practice, not just in mind or on paper. And again, I'm going to talk more about this in the next episode. So I'm calling in soul-led creators and entrepreneurs who want to eat their cake and eat it too who want their cake and eat it too. 
It's so easy to let routine and striving goals take over. And it's so easy to let those long to-do lists take your joy. But everything I know about being a creative, a creator, and an entrepreneur, which I've been doing for 15 years, is that when my passion is 100%, my joy follows. And when my joy leads, business thrives. So here's three changes to make so that you feel 10 times more joyful in your business. Three changes, okay? There's actually going to be a list of 10 um, over on the blog that you can check out, but I'm only going to talk about three here today in the interest of time. So the first way, first change that you can make in your business to feel more joyful, one, release the heavy stuff that isn't working for you. And in this case, I would recommend doing a business cleanse. This is where you stop doing everything that doesn't feel like joy. Everything. And if you can't let it go, then that is a sign that there is something that needs to change. If there's still stuff that you have to slog through and do, it feels heavy and hard and you're very resistant to doing it, but you have to do it, there's a sign, there is a, a red flag there that there needs to be a change in your business and the business model. Um, and when you do a cleanse, right, the way this works is you just kind of strip away everything and then you slowly start to bring things back. And when you start to bring things back, only bring back those things that have such joy to them. And, you know, a good example of this for people is social media. A lot, you know, there's a great argument out there. And there's some people who can run a business that never needs social media. There's a lot of people who feel absolutely they need social media. Everybody can agree that social media pretty much sucks. <laughs> I think we can all agree on that. Uh, we, what we can't agree on is what we should be doing on social media and how we should be doing it and if we even need to be on it at all. But so for a lot of entrepreneurs, being on social media, having to create content on social media is causing a lot of burnout, causing a lot of resentment, causing a lot of energetic um, depletion. And if you take it away for a couple of weeks and you add it back in, only add in what feels good. Only add in what feels good. This is, this is one change you can make, and it's a pretty, pretty good one to try just to see, okay, what is feeling like joy and what isn't? At least you will have the evidence. At least you will have the data to know where you need to make your changes. Maybe you need to hire people. Maybe you need to change your business model. Maybe you need to change how you're serving people. There's a lot of ways to fix a joy problem, a lot. The second change that you can make is to reassess your priorities and recommit to the projects and aligned clients that bring you the most joy or contentment. When you focus on impact and joy, Everything that doesn't meet that criteria has to go. And so when you are adding back into your business and you're deciding what projects you want to do, what clients you want to serve, what's 
offers you want to put out into the world. Choosing those that bring you the most joy is what our people should be doing. If a client, maybe they are your top client. In fact, I have seen so many stories of entrepreneurs say, I fired my longest, most annoying client, and I've never felt better. Energy zappers don't belong in your business day. You will find your most aligned clients when you start to energetically tune in to your own joy and what brings you happiness. So reassessing your priorities and recommitting to only the projects and the clients that bring you the most joy, the most contentment. Finally, the third change that you can make, focus on your next brave yes as the founder of your business. Focusing on your possibilities is a great way to boost your energy and your joy. I have seen this over and over and over and I've, I have um, a program that I offer mostly to clients, although it is, it is for sale, um, you know, people can take it. Um, but it's, it's, a, it's like 30 prompts to help you find your brave yes. Um, I do this quarterly because I, I'm somebody who needs a challenge all the time. And I like to push myself creatively. Um, so a lot of my, my brave yeses are usually creative projects. Um, but sometimes they're, they're business practices too. And when we find that brave yes, it is always a game changer. I have a client who just a couple, couple weeks ago wasn't feeling her joy. Like she's got a great business model. She's making money. Everything is really running well. It's almost a boring business. But she herself was like, okay, now what? What's next for me? And so she discovered that she had a brave yes in her that she was so excited about. And then our last session, she's like, guess what? I did it. I started that project. And she was just beaming. She was so happy. And this wasn't like a ginormous, huge brave yes. She's done those. This is a very subtle yes. And, you know, truthfully, like if you can prioritize your next brave yes, either discovering it or following through on it, you're going to feel more joy. You're going to feel more joy. You just are. And again, brave yes is about the yes. There's lots of things we need to do in business that are brave, but they're not all brave yeses. Some of them are just brave. Some of those are brave sucks, right? <laughs> like you've got to suck it up and do it. But a lot of things can also be a brave yes, where we're just feeling good, joyful energy. It's stretching us in a good way and we are excited about it. So those are three changes that you can make starting this week to feel more joy in your business. For more ideas, you can visit my blog post, 10 Changes to Make to Feel 10 Times Happier in Your Business. Remember, I am saying that we can reject this notion that you must be all or nothing, that you have to sacrifice joy or profit. I just think there has to be another way, that we are creating this new world, that our businesses 
are going to employ and prioritize and operationalize joy. And if we can create more businesses like that, where people can feel like human beings who are taken care of, where joy is the top priority, we're going to create a better world together. We're creating businesses and companies where the founder isn't completely zapped and burned out, but thriving and leading boldly because of that thriving. Thank you so much for listening. And just a reminder that I now have a weekly financial well-being check-in ritual that you can download on my website. If money, checking your bank accounts, setting money goals is all kind of scary, hard for you, if you hate money, you hate that you have to ask for it, this well-being check-in is perfect for you. So head over to seanfink.com. You'll see the download link right there. Add your email. You'll get it immediately. I can't stress how important this practice is for me in feeling joy in my business. Every week, tending to my financial well-being, not just my businesses, but all of it, is a joy ritual for me. And your financial well-being is a foundational well-being piece for you to be thriving in other areas of your life. Because let's face it, if you're feeling broke or if you're living in poverty mindset or scarcity is taking over, you're not going to feel joy. So again, it's a free resource. If it seems like something you might want, please head over to SeanFink.com and check it out. Thank you so much for listening today. Thank you so much for being here. I love this topic of baking in joy to our businesses and into our creativity. So stick around. Come back for more. Mm-hmm.